you guys? Welcome back to another episode of PSA. I'm your host, Molly Lee, and whether this is your first time listening or if you've listened to every episode, I am so excited to have you. So today's topic of discussion, I actually was kind of inspired by last week's episode. So last week um, was my first one of the new year, and I had talked about forming resolutions or habits and different things like that. And I started to think back of the start of every single new year of like the past five years and what I was thinking. I looked back at some journal entries and I came across one where I realized I had started looking into personality tests at the beginning of one of these years. And so I was really inspired to talk today because I do think at the beginning of the year, a lot of people become very introspective when they're thinking about themselves and what they want to accomplish and how they're going to do that. Um, so although these things are very, very different, and I acknowledge that they're different, I wanted to talk about personality tests, about love languages, and even about zodiac signs and astrology. And again, I know that people have very, very differing opinions on all of these things. That's totally okay. But my main idea was that the the defining factor or the thing that combines all of these things or the baseline of it is that people turn to them to try to give context for their life. And I think just as humans, we're always trying to find a deeper meaning, a deeper understanding. We're trying to find some words to what we feel or the way that we operate that we've never quite been able to place. And I just think people turn to these things more than anything else. So I actually welcome on one of my best friends in the world, Jacob Howell, um, all the way from Spain. He joined me. And my idea with having Jacob on is we discovered astrology at the same time. And what I mean by discovered astrology is we started being sent astrology memes at the same time. So we would talk about them, we would giggle, and then we would kind of end the conversation with, but we don't believe in any of this. Um, but... I wanted to have Jacob on as kind of the resident Zodiac expert because he knows more about it than I do. He's looked into it more, all of that. I, I know nothing about Zodiac signs. I have really no desire to know anything about them. And my main reason, I know I talk about this a lot in our conversation, but my main reasoning for really not being aligned with Zodiac signs is I, as a realist, I just don't see how just based on the time of year I was born that like everyone else that was born in that time is the same as me. That just doesn't make sense to me. And with personality tests, I like them, but my beef with them is people try to align a hundred percent with their personality type or their number or based on the test, like whatever category or type they're put into, people think that that's the end all be all that they can't have any other characteristic or be anything else. And that's just like not correct. So I think more than anything, what I want to say before we jump into this conversation is that there, there are a lot of things that are intended for good that people twist and distort and turn it to like evil things or just make it bad. And at the same time, there should and could never be anything that fully encompasses who you are as a human. I think people are just too diverse and there's never going to be a test that could ever account for who you fully are, for the trauma you've experienced or the good things in life. Like there's just never anything that could totally encompass who you are as a person. Um, so yeah, I just want to say that out front. I know, again, people have a lot of differing opinions. And even if that just entices you a little bit to listen, we're going to jump into this conversation. It was chaotic in the best way all of our conversations are. But here's me and Jacob talking about God knows what. All right. I am joined now by my favorite person on the planet, Jacob Howell. Hello. Hello. All the way from Spain. It's great to be here. Jacob, it's how is Spain? 
<laughs> what are you learning? What are you doing in Spain? Tell us all about you know, it. It is 8 p.m. somewhere, <laughs> but in that's on period. <laughs> I, yes, I've been living in Madrid now for a little over three months and uh, my Spanish has not improved much. <laughs> you would think it would be much at a higher level, but we're, we're doing our best. It's, I have like a Spanish tutor who comes once a week, but unfortunately we just like get caught up in conversation. So I end up paying him like $12 to just like chat for an hour. And then I'm like, okay. Yeah, just hang out. That's nice. <laughs> That's so me. That's what I would do. I was reading, I think I was reading Mindy Kaling's book and she was talking about how she is so good at starting conversations with people that she had a trainer one time that she would literally like go and convince the trainer to just like go to brunch or do something until she realized like, I'm just paying this trainer to like be my friend and go eat a meal with me. <laughs> it, it honestly is the exact same. I mean, we talk in Spanish, so like that's practice, right? but like he doesn't like correct me or like like actually teach me new grammar so it's just like me doing very basic level Spanish and like trying to like joke around with him for an hour so trying to win him over that's like me with my therapist and he like yeah and then he leaves and I'm like bye here's twelve dollars adios adios sir adios see you later Last week, I talked about how I'm forming habits this year instead of New Year's resolutions, but I know you love a resolution, so I'm sure, give us the scoop on all of your resolutions this year. Yes, I am the king of a resolution, and not even just like a New Year's resolution, I am like a month resolution. (laughs) Yeah, you have like your April resolutions. Exactly, (laughs) Exactly, because I like want to change I'm the type of person who wants to like rebrand or change my personality constantly Mm -hmm. but I'm like the type of person the motivation I need is the first of a month or like the first of something in order to be like I'm reborn you know so like sometimes if like I'm feeling really motivated I can be like oh wow it's a Sunday or it's a Monday I'm like we are reprogramming this is my new self these are my goals for the week but most of the time it's like when the first of a month rolls around I can really just like be like okay I'm a different person now the all of the all of the Jacob that my friends have known for the past 23 and a half years gone he's gone (laughs) he's gone (laughs) it's new me (laughs) they're gonna be shocked they're um, confused and hurt. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I love New Year's resolutions and I can't really tell like what portion of my personality type that like ties into because I feel like it's very much like in some ways, if you follow the Enneagram, it's like a three because I'm like, I have these goals that I want to achieve for the year. But in some ways, it's very much like a seven, which I prescribe myself to be which is like, these are the things that I want to experience and like do this year. And so like, that's why like being in the middle of those two personality types makes me like every year be like, here's a list of a thousand things that like I'm going to do. And then like a month, a week and a half later, I'm like, (sighs) (laughs) I'm so tired. (laughs) I like, I've talked about this on an episode before, but I historically have been very very like 
type three on the Enneagram, like very rigid type three. And as I'm getting older, I think my fears have changed to where I'm not so much like, I don't fear failure as much anymore or fear not achieving. My, my fear is that I won't live my life or I will let my life pass me by. And so I'm the same way. I like very much a three, but I think as I'm getting older, I'm growing more and more into a seven. And just since my fear complexes have changed. Yes. And I think I would say I'm similar in a lot of ways, but also similarly, like, I feel like I've always lived the life of a seven in terms of like wanting to do constantly so many different things, but also my friends have like my closest friends like you and others have been able to like kind of see through that in some ways and be like okay but you're doing this in a method of like you want to be seen as like you're achieving all these things and that like ties back to like a three you know so it's hard for me like to differentiate personally because I think like taking a personality test for yourself is very difficult because it's so hard to be objective on yeah, your you're own. You're trying to answer like the person <laughs> that you hope you are, that you want to I'm be. literally like, well, I'm perfect. So. <laughs> I, <laughs> hate, <laughs> I hate like, like my least favorite question if I'm in a job interview or something is like, tell us about your strengths. Cause I'm like, I don't want, like, I'm not good at that. I don't like telling people you should hear me on that question in a job interview I'm like well what can I not say I'm like what my weaknesses are and like (laughs) that'll be the question I'm stumped on (laughs) like I I'm gonna forward you this this running document that I have of all of my strengths (laughs) honestly one of my biggest like flaws in college was that I would I'm like I felt like I was a really good interviewer for jobs, but mm-hmm. the follow through was just like so many. <laughs> like a different person showed up on Monday than sat. And- exactly. I would like interview for the job and they'd be like, you're hired, we'd love you. And then I would show up and be like, they'd be like, oh, <laughs> this is you. This is the real you. The close friend story version. Literally, I would be like, my interview for my last show, I remember being like, they'd be like, what are your long-term goals? And I was like, well, this job would be like a great like job to launch into my forever career. And then I'd quit after like nine months. So. <laughs> and like you knew that you weren't going to stay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was like all like one weekend, I was like applying for new jobs while I was on the clock. <laughs> My favorite thing is a little bit of fear, but it's waiting for the HR department to ask me why I've been on Indeed so much on the company yes. computer. <laughs> and like using the company printer to print out my resume. <laughs> Literally, I did that so much. Like for my visa process for Spain, I hadn't told a single soul that I was like quitting my job and moving to Spain. And I would literally be like using, the printer was like around the corner from my office and I'd have to be using it to like print off things for my visa documents constantly. And I would like sprint, I would like click print and I would like sprint to the printer and be like, nothing's going on here. (laughs) They'd be like, what are you printing? That's so many papers. I'm like, it's a student application. (laughs) Everyone wants to study abroad in a pandemic. I'm like, get with the program. (laughs) Do you have any concrete resolutions for the month of January that you set for yourself? And how are they going? Every year, I also set a half marathon goal and I have yet to reach it. It's been like three years going that I've been like, I'm going to run a half marathon this year. And it never happens. How many times have you downloaded and deleted the app Couch to 5K? Oh my God, I have it right now. And I'm like, literally like on week four. And I'm like, come on, 
come on, King, you can do this. Like, we got to get to 5K, and then we can do 5K to 10K, and then hopefully next time, 10K to half marathon. It's just, like, I'm such a, like, ebb and flow person Mm -hmm. that it's, like, those apps, like, it's hard for me. But um, the funniest story with my half marathon, so one time I did do couch to 5K, and I got up to a 5K distance, like, solidly, and I was, like, running it regularly, and Jacoy was coming to visit, and Jacoy is one of my college friends, for those of you who don't know, but she, um, but she also would run, and we were both like, we should sign up for this 5K that the sorority is hosting, and we signed up for this 5K, and then the night before, as dumb as we are, we went out to the bars, and <laughs> we were like, we got really drunk unfortunately but I was like but Jacoy kept going around and telling everyone we were running a marathon in the morning and I was like girl like a marathon and a 5k are like two different things (laughs) I was like and she kept telling people we were running a marathon I was like that's 26 I was like I don't think (laughs) you know you guys still run the marathon and no we ended up we ended up got me the 5k yeah, we ended up sleeping in and missing the 5K. So <laughs> we didn't even run that. We got the free t-shirt. So that was cute. You still got the t-shirt because you signed up. That's one of my favorite stories is that you actually worked so hard for this 5K. And <laughs> I know. I was literally so excited for it too. I was like, I'm going to run a 5K. I'm going to get a medal. That's it's my only thing. you talked to me about. You talked to me about it so much. And then Jacoy came in town and you guys got drunk and slept in. Yeah. The thing about running, like, running goals is that, like, it's so hard during the pandemic to set a running goal because there are no races where you can win a medal. And I'm such a, like, that's, I'm like, what's the point? Like, I'm going to run a half marathon and not get, like, a medal around my neck to post on Instagram. Like, I don't have a reason, you know? (laughs) Right, you're not interested anymore if people don't know that I ran it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. okay, that's amazing. So, I know we've already talked about it a bit, but on today's episode, I wanted to dive more into personality types and even astrology a little bit and just different things like that. Because I think during the new year and just after really like philosophical periods, people really try to find stuff to give words to what they're feeling or to describe themselves. Because I think it's hard for people to really describe themselves well. So I want to go through and I'm going to list, I, I don't know anything about astrology, first of all. I like <laughs> Jacob and I dabbled tried like to get to know it I still don't know anything I don't really read anything um but I do want to like list off my personality types and Jacob if you know if you know yours you can list them off too so I would describe myself now like I said I I grew up a very very rigid three but now I'm definitely a seven wing eight and I think kind of the same principles of three that I still feel can really be described as an eight now since it's more, I don't know, it's just different. But that's, of all the testing I've done, I'm a seven wing eight. Um, For Myers-Briggs, I am an ENFJ, um, which is the protagonist. And I'm actually an ENFJT, which is like the turbulent protagonist, which just means, like it describes me as boldly sensitive. So like I'm a leader, I'm confident, but my low self-confidence gets me. Like I'm confident about other areas, if that makes sense. Um, love language is words of affirmation. Again, I know that's not a personality type, but we always try to find these things to describe us. My zodiac sign is a, a Taurus. Taurus? I think it's Taurus. 
I think it's Doris. <laughs> no, I think it's Doris. And then the DISC or DISC, um, I'm really high with influence and the dominance, but I don't remember like the exact breakdown of that. That's just all I remember from college. I had to take a class in college that was just personality tests. And so I tried to go through and rem- remember all of these, but those are mine. Yeah. What about you? Mine. So I have always associated really highly on the Enneagram with seven and three. And I think a lot of people that I've known in my life have like typed me as that as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, some of my friends who are really like strong threes will be like, no, absolutely. You're a seven. Like I couldn't really see you as a three. And then a lot of my like really close friends will be like, I see your seven qualities, but I think that you're have three motivations. Yeah. But as I've gotten older, I think more people have placed me more along seven just because of my wing eight, because they don't really see much of a wing. I mean, I absolutely would never wing two, which is like the helper. (laughs) And you know that. (laughs) And I would absolutely, I mean, I may be wing four, but like not really. But I think like eight is like a very like strong wing if I would ever have one, because I just like it also kind of falls in line with my Myers-Briggs, which is ENTP, which is the debater. Mm-hmm. You love to debate people. You I do. You love a good debate. <laughs> okay. And then what's your zodiac sign? And if you know your love language, what's your love language? Oh, yeah. So I'll say my love language first because I do know quite a bit about zodiac. But I am quality time, like first and foremost. Okay, and then for anyone who knows anything about astrology, Jacob's zodiac sign will not shock you in the slightest. Yes. So I am a Leo, unsurprisingly, <laughs> and I have always been like postered as like the post, like as the poster child for Leo. Like anytime I've ever read anything about Leo, that's why I kind of got into astrology in the first place was because I was like, I always was like, oh, like astrology's stupid. Like how could you ever like, base anything off of like when you were born like so many people are different and then I would always look at my like astrological sign and I'd be like but this like matches up you know like Leos are super like bold they're super aggressive they're super like attention seek like in some of the negative qualities they're like attention seeking but they're very like positive they also like they really align with a lot of like my Enneagram characteristics so I was just like always like I was always drawn to like the memes on Instagram that people would share with me because they'd be like oh this is so you and I would be like you're right it is and unfortunately that is also my sign so yeah Yeah. I think for me like I like I said even after looking into astrology for a bit because I think also growing up like in the church and super Christian like everyone always tells you like astrology is sinful like horoscopes blah 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 which for a lot of like with the horoscope part I'm kind of like horoscopes are like they just make no sense I just think it's like someone in their basement just writing something positive or vague to like make everyone freak out it's like a fortune cookie anyone can make up a horoscope to me but I think like I became just a little interested in astrology for the same reason as you like I started seeing memes online and like I didn't even know my star sign again I still can't pronounce it Taurus it's Taurus but (laughs) (laughs) like I just would start reading this stuff and it wasn't that it was like an overarching thing which for the most part yeah but also 
the realist side of me is like, how can everyone that just happens to be like born at the same time as me have all of these same characteristics? It's just confusing. But I think for me, like, I, I love personality tests because they help you realize so much about yourself since you're answering questions to get a result for me. But still, I don't, I don't put all of my faith and trust in personality tests because I acknowledge that people are just like, there's too much to people than just what something on paper says, you know? And I think some people become so aligned with like their Enneagram that they even try to change themselves to like be more stereotypical this or that, which I just think is crazy. Like they should help you understand more about yourself, not like tell you who you should be. But I think my problem with like Zodiac still is a, like, I don't understand how just because all of our parents had sex around the same time that like we're exactly the same. And two, like I didn't have to answer questions to discover that it's like, it's just based on when I was born. So I think that's like just spirituality aside. I think that for me is why I still can't like dive into astrology. Yeah, it. Yeah. I agree. I have, I have like mixed feelings. So I also like my roommate subscribes to the Enneagram really big, you know, McCall. Yeah. Um, and she recommends reading the book which is Mm -hmm. called the road back to you and it's about like the enneagram and it dives into all the types and i think the point of the enneagram is that you're technically everyone is like a made up of all nine types like you're not like a specific type and so you kind of like i you can identify in certain ways with every type so you shouldn't like put yourself in a box in terms of like what type you are right right and so like she says that like reading the book was like a big eye opener for her because she originally like typed herself as like a different um, Enneagram. And then like after reading the book, she realized she was a certain type more independently mm-hmm. just because like she wasn't like answering questions about herself because that can be difficult. And I like I understand like answering questions about yourself for like a personality test is really difficult because I'm like certain friends know me in different ways than other friends. And so like I'm like if all of you were in a room together to take the test for me, like maybe that would work. But like one friend, I don't know if they could answer every single part of my personality for right, right, a test, right. you know? There so times, There have been times before where I've asked my sister to like, because like I said, in college, I had to take a class that we literally, it was an intro to human sciences class. But within this class, we had to take every single personality test that this teacher could like think of or subscribe to. So, and the, pr- the purpose was, their thinking was, as a future counselor or future professional in, like, human services, you have to be able to fully understand yourself, your blind spots, and also your strengths so that you can help people. But not only just for yourself, you have to be able to, when working with people, gain insight into their life just by their story or asking questions. And so their thinking was, okay, well, if you can understand them more or understand their personality, then you'll have a better, like, you know, grasp on them. So, but there were times that in that class, I asked my sister to answer questions for me. Cause it's like, I'm going to answer with either like, just this like raging hatred of myself or like <laughs> raging positivity, you know, yeah. like I just didn't think that could be accurate. But what's crazy is like that class with their, their perspective and their goal of doing all of that actually works because I found in myself that I use the Enneagram and love languages to like give gifts all the time. Like I will not give someone a gift now unless I like know that insight about their life so that I can give them a gift that they'll actually like, you know? Yeah. And you know me about like giving gifts. I'm like the absolute worst. Like I'm <laughs> yeah. just, like you ask for it, then I'll give it to you. Like our story with, I always remember the story. 
it just like is so funny to me when Lexi asked me to bring her back like a magnet or a shot glass from a country when I was backpacking Europe and I didn't buy a single gift the entire time I was backpacking. I bought one gift and it was for Lexi and it was a shot glass and it's because she asked for it and you were like, are you serious? And I was like, she asked. (laughs) Jacob, after gallivanting Europe for the summer comes and sees me in Dallas. And this is when Lexi lived with me when she lived here. And Jacob is like, oh my gosh, I got you something. And I'm like, you shouldn't like, oh my gosh. And he's like, no, I got Lexi because my sister collects shot glasses and magnets from different places. (laughs) And Jacob's like, no, I got Lexi a shot glass. And I'm like, okay, let me just get this straight. As your best friend, you got my sister a gift and not me. And he said, you didn't ask. <laughs> I was like, you did that. And I'm so bad. Like, I remember seeing your, um, there was like an Instagram story that Sierra posted that of like your gift to her for oh, her yeah. wedding or something like her dried like bouquet or mm-hmm. something from a year because she thought she lost it. And I was literally like, imagine me being that thoughtful like imagine seeing like flowers in the dumpster and being like oh my god that could be a gift like there's no there's no way (laughs) yeah I see and that's the thing too I'll give some examples because I know that might be confusing but like if my friend who's a seven like Jacob I would try to give a gift that was like an experience or some like a concert or like concert tickets or something like that because they're able to do something that makes their lives not feel mundane. Um, but for my mom, who's like, and her love language is definitely acts of service. Like this Christmas, instead of giving her gifts, because she's just so hard to shop for, but not even in a way that's like concerning. She's just one of those people. And the reason is because she doesn't really care about gifts. Like she's an acts of service person. So I usually will try to get her a gift card for like a massage so that she can have something nice done for her. But also my main gift to her this year was just my time. Like I went home and helped her complete a ton of projects that she had been putting off. I just try to tap into people's personalities or the things that they love to like give them a gift that's tuned to them. Um, I actually asked on my Instagram story what people think about astrology just because I know it is like, because I know there are some people that like don't believe in personality tests and think it's bogus and like I totally get it when people try to align themselves fully, but I feel like astrology is very like a controversial topic. And so I asked on my story and these are some of my favorite responses. Someone said total BS, but I love it. (laughs) And I replied to her, I said, same. There's just like, I, I will continue to look at the memes, even though I think it's bogus. I really do. I'm like, I'll look at some memes. I literally like will send you memes regularly of like how Taurus and Leo like interact with one another. And it'll be like, so like us you know yeah. like, I'm, this is us and you're like absolutely but <laughs> we're both like we don't subscribe <laughs> yeah we're like, but we don't believe in it but this is us <laughs> and we are gonna save this um one of my friends said it's interesting and I like to know it but I don't think it actually influences my behavior etc interesting if you're into astrology at all I would recommend getting the co-star app And it kind of talks, it'll ask you like when you were born and then also like what time of day you were born. And then it calculates your like moon, sun and rising sign based on that. And then it will like, if you become friends with people on the app, it'll compare all of your like compatibility traits. And so it's interesting to me. Sometimes it like is interesting to just see like I said, I don't like fully subscribe to astrology, but CoStar like, is. 
You're like, I don't subscribe, but I do have ah. a very detailed app. But I do have this app that tells me literally everything about everything. So but it's weird because I'm like, I don't believe this, but like, all y'all are making points. <laughs> there are things to consider here. Yeah. Someone else said, do I believe in it fully? No. Do I check the Insta accounts I follow daily? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Maybe we can categorize ourselves as the astrology memers. We're just in it for the memes. Someone else said, they're so general that anyone can adapt to them to make it fit or make sense for their life. So I don't believe in it. Someone said, hogwash. Oh. <laughs> I love that word. I'm going to start using it. Um, someone said, it's a foreign language. I must, I'm much more intrigued by Enneagram and Myers-Briggs, which I would agree with. I would agree too, just because that's more like personal. I think, I think Enneagram and Myers-Briggs will depend a lot more on like how you're raised and like your family trauma or family like upbringing, you know, different things like that, that impact a person like universally Whereas, like, the Zodiac is just like, here, you were born at this time. This is your sign, right. you know? So, right. yeah. Someone said, I have so many opinions. One is that it goes against the Bible, but the other is that it's so interesting. Okay, this one said, interested, but I don't live and die by what they say. My sign is definitely in line with my personality type, though. Which is kind of what you said about yours. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I literally, like, will meet like this girl I went to lunch with here in Spain, we were like chatting and we were like vibing the whole time. And I was literally like, didn't want to ask her a Zodiac sign. Cause I feel like that's kind of like a, a more popular like conversation starter now than it has been in the past because everyone kind of like in our age group is more, they're either subscribing to the Zodiac or they're subscribing to Enneagram. And I was like, I don't want to guess your Zodiac because, like, I think it'd be rude. And she was like, I don't want to guess yours because I think it'd be rude. And then we ended up both being Leos. And I was like, <laughs> this was so classic. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, someone else said, I think they're excuses for a lot of behavior and not rooted in reality. I think that's more Enneagram, like, and personality type is because, like, people will be like, I only act like this because I'm like, I'm a seven. That's just how I'm wired, you know? And I'm like, well, it doesn't really give you an excuse to just like blow off all your friends and like yeah. ignore that, their needs, yeah. you know? So and the last one I'll read this, this person said, girls be crazy trying to figure out compatibility with the boy, but I'm that girl. <laughs> Which I will say like, that was one of my notes that I had is like, of course, people always talk about the compatibility with like, you know, star signs and stuff. But also there's so many people now with the Enneagram that like there's blogs now about compatibility. And so I think like you, like personality types, a lot of people don't have anything negative to say about unless they just like think it's really stupid altogether. But people are starting to distort personality tests in the same way that like Zodiac signs have been distorted, you know? And so I think like mm-hmm. specifically with personality tests, like I, like I said, I lean on those because I think you, you have to do the test to figure out your personality, but also I'm aware enough that I don't think it like fully encompasses who I am. You know what I mean? Like people are bigger and more diverse and vast and it doesn't account for trauma. It doesn't account for things that happen in life that change you. 
but yeah, I still, I don't, I don't know. I don't care how many people send me stuff about it. I just don't think I'm into astrology. I really don't, but I will continue to giggle at memes. You know what I mean? But I don't let it have any weight in my life. Cause I'm like, I just don't, I just don't get it. And specific, and especially not horoscopes. I'm like, absolutely not. This is yeah. just, and I mean, I would say like in college, it was weird because like, I was always drawn to like personality types that were similar. Mm-hmm. Like, so like, most of my like close friends or people that I lived with in college were twos or nines, yeah. like Enneagram wise. And I think it's just because like, I'm so opposite of that. Like I needed that to balance mm-hmm. me out. And it's weird that like somehow I was drawn into that because I'm like, maybe we need each other to balance each yeah. other out. But like, maybe I'm driving you insane also, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Where you're at. <laughs> yeah. But also like in terms of Zodiac, like it's weird because sometimes I'll be like, all my best friends are Taurus or they're Aquarius. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, but I don't have any friends that are this sign. And I'm like, it's so weird. Like, like, I'm like, is this a coincidence or is it just like, that's like random, you know? So I, but I, I subscribe to the memes. I will, I will, live and die by the memes. I'll repost. I'm so like about like being able to post something that like, it encapsulates my personality like on my story just so people will be like oh my god this is so you like (laughs) constantly you you know (laughs) well Jacob thanks so much for joining us I'm so glad to be here this was so fun I know I love you love you all right guys that is all that I have for you today I hope you enjoyed the episode as always please DM me your thoughts and feelings. I love reading them. And I swear, you guys have the funniest messages of all time. It really makes my week. Um, You know, before I started PSA, Jacob and I had thrown around the idea of starting a podcast together, which would have been very chaotic to say the least, but I think it still would have been fun. So I wish I could have him on more. I might start planning that in the future. But um, you guys can follow me on all social media at mollylee31. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at painfullyselfawarepodcast. And I think that's everything. So I love you guys. I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you next time. See ya.